Have you ever been fired from a nursing position? Are you afraid that you may be fired from your current job? Or do you have a firing in your past that you're still recovering from? Here on episode 61 of The Nurse Keith Show, we're discussing what to do when you're fired, how to protect yourself, and how to recover and once again thrive in your nursing career. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to The Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation and my worldwide community of podcast listeners and readers and fans and nurses and healthcare professionals and non-nurses out there everywhere around the world. Thanks for being here. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm always here to share education, inspiration, and some ideas that'll get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I just want to give a shout out to my sponsor, American Sentinel University. They're a leading online university accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission. I'm really grateful to American Sentinel for their generous support. You can find out more about their online nursing programs at nursekeitheducation.com and americansentinel.edu forward slash nursekeith. The Nurse Keith Show has reached listeners on six continents many, many countries. I'm a member of the ProMed Network of Healthcare Podcasters at ProMedNetwork.com and the Pulse Media Network with Kevin Ross of the Innovative Nurse Show, Elizabeth Scala of the Your Next Shift podcast. And of course, Kevin and Elizabeth are my cohort over at RNFMRadio.com. Anyway, the show notes for today will be available at NurseKeith.com forward slash episode 61. Let's dig right into today's topic. First, many thanks to listener Heather for this question. She submitted it to me by email. Thank you so much, Heather. I can't tell you what it means to me to hear from listeners and understand exactly what you want to know about. So I'm going to do my best to address this question. If any of you, including Heather, have further questions, subsequent questions, email me at keith at nursekeith.com. I can always do a follow-up episode for any further inquiries you may have or things that you want elucidated a little more deeply. So when a nurse is fired from a position or any professional is fired from a position, There are lots of questions that come up around how to move on because your nursing career obviously is temporarily stalled when you get fired and you have to figure out how to reinvigorate it, how to light the fire and get back in the saddle. And I recommend you do that right away. Getting fired isn't pretty. It's not a picnic, of course, but it's also not the end of the world. Many, many people have been fired over the years for many reasons, doctors, police officers, politicians. I mean, so many people get fired, sometimes for very good reason, but sometimes we're fired for reasons that we couldn't control or for mistakes we made that we actually learn from and can move forward in a really positive way. So if you've been fired or you have fear of such or you have a friend who's been fired, just know that you can recover. It is possible. So first, we have to look at the circumstances of a firing. So if you're a nurse who's been fired, you have to think about some details, and I do list these in bullet form 
in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 61. So first, what's the story, quote unquote, behind your being fired? Did you honestly make a mistake? Did you make an error that maybe was reported to the Board of Nursing? Some of us do make medical errors, medication errors. If unfortunately you made a mistake that resulted in harm to a patient, and maybe even there's a lawsuit going on, that's a pretty serious thing. And you definitely need to protect yourself and be circumspect about how you move forward in your career. Maybe you made an error that really wasn't that big a deal. No one got hurt, but your manager or supervisor decided to fire you anyway. Or maybe you were fired for what you see as a very unjust reason, and you are actually thinking of filing a grievance because you don't think your termination was legitimate. These are things to think about. Now, some people are fired or laid off, like one of my recent clients, because the facility where she was working was being downsized and her position was eliminated. It still felt horrible to her, but from my perspective, it had nothing at all to do with her performance and her expertise. And I assume she'll have a job within a month or so because she's really an awesome nurse with incredible experience. However, there's, I guess I can say some soul searching that you need to do when you're fired from a position. You need to think about, is this part of a pattern in your career? Have you been fired multiple times? If you have been fired multiple times, was it for the same type of complaint from your employer? You need to be super honest with yourself here, folks. Is there something happening? Is there a pattern of behavior or a pattern of error or a serial lack of knowledge that you need to fix, that you need to turn around so that this doesn't happen again? Like I said, this takes a lot of honesty and soul searching, and you may need someone to help talk you through this if it's a really painful process for you. You definitely need to look at the question of whether you were somehow responsible for your being fired. I know it's hard to take responsibility when something bad happens. I have known people out there, and I've coached several people who didn't seem to be able to take responsibility for the fact that they lost a number of positions in a row or over the course of their career. Part of the personal growth that can come from this type of crisis, so to speak, is that you can learn from this crisis and turn it into an opportunity for personal and professional growth. So if there's some soul searching to do, if there's a way that you actually need to look more deeply at yourself and what's going on in your life, in your career, personally or otherwise, definitely think about it and you can talk to me if you need to do that. So you want to look at what contributed to the situation of your being fired. Is there something that you had or have control over or was it something completely out of your control? Was there a surgeon giving terrible misguided orders and you were trying to push back against the surgeon saying, no, these orders are wrong. I'm not going to do this. I think it needs to be done this way or just flat out refuse to fill an order by a physician. And did that physician pull rank and get you fired? What happened in that situation? So something else to think about is, does the type of nursing you were doing prior to losing your job 
still feel viable to you? Is your heart still in it? Is it attractive to you? Or is this maybe a sign from the universe or whatever you want to call it? Is it a sign that it might be time to pivot, to really shift gears in your career? So only you can know that, but some people like myself, for instance, can help you make that decision. So only you can know if it's possible for you to turn this around and continue in that particular area of specialty, or do you really need to pivot and make a big change in your career, this might be the time to do so. So like I mentioned earlier, crisis and opportunity, some people are fond of saying that the Chinese character for crisis is the same character as that for opportunity. I think that's true. Maybe it's an urban myth. I don't know, but it sounds really good. So I'm going to say it anyway. So Anyway, crisis equals opportunity. Yes, this is a crisis in your career, so to speak. It's also an opportunity for soul searching, for deeply looking at yourself, and for also deciding how you want to pivot, how you want to make a turn, how you want to learn from this, and then move on. So I also want to say that this might be a moment for a 360-degree review of your work style and your lifestyle. If you've lost your job, was that job impacting, let's say, your family life in a really negative way? Was that job impacting your ability to take care of yourself in a negative way? Was there something else happening in your life that maybe made it harder for you to be present at that position and maybe led to you making an error or doing something that maybe now you regret. So a 360-degree review of your life is helpful, and this might be the time to do it. And again, I can help you with that if you need to figure out a way to look at your life from that 10,000-foot view, but also the micro view. So you need to address your life from the macro and micro and figure out What's going on for me right now? How can I turn this around? Well, I want to take a pause for the cause just to say thanks again to my friends over at American Sentinel University. They are a fully accredited online university, and they offer a variety of courses related to healthcare and nursing, including an RN to BSN, five MSN programs, and those include informatics, case management, nursing education, nursing management, and infection prevention and control. They also have an RN to BSN slash MSN online program and two doctorate of nursing practice tracks. They also have a certificate in infection prevention and control that you can do online and then take that knowledge and skill back to your workplace. So if you want to learn more about American Sentinel, go to nursekeitheducation.com for more information. Also, please go to the American Sentinel University Facebook page and leave them a note. Just thank them for sponsoring the Nurse Keith Show. It's super kind to them, and it helps more nurses learn about the Nurse Keith Show and hear what I have to share here. So if you'd like another degree or a certificate in a high-demand nursing or technology field, American Sentinel's the place. Please go visit them, nursekeitheducation.com. They're awesome people. I'm really fond of them, and they've been supporting the Nurse Keith Show for several months now. Meanwhile, back at the issue that we have at hand here. People want to know how to move on from being fired, and 
Yes, it can be a difficult thing to do, especially if you have a mark against your license or you're under some type of program with the Board of Nursing to get your license back in good standing. Not an easy thing, but you need a multifaceted strategic approach to getting back on track, okay? And again, all of this is detailed for you at the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 61. So if you filed a grievance with the employer who terminated you, you need to follow up assiduously, consistently on that complaint. If the firing was deemed inappropriate or was invalidated by a grievance board, make sure that's expunged from your employment record, however that can happen. If this was a mistaken firing, make sure all that information is removed, okay? If the Board of Nursing was notified by the employer that you were fired and why you were fired and your grievance comes out in your favor, also make sure your Board of Nursing record is completely cleaned up and there's no mark against your license. Now, speaking of the Board of Nursing, if there is a mark against your license, say you've been sanctioned because you made a meta error and there was harm caused to a patient, God forbid, Meet with a representative at the Board of Nursing. Ask for assistance in turning the situation around. Hopefully, your Board of Nursing in your state is a helpful organization, and they will help you turn this in another direction, make this better, and be able to move forward in your career. I also recommend contacting your state nursing organization. Here we have the New Mexico Nurses Association, which is a chapter of the American Nurses Association. If you live in a state that's part of the ANA, make sure you belong to the ANA and to your local or state chapter of that organization. If you happen to be in a state that's separate from the ANA, join that organization and consider also joining the ANA. Look at your liability insurance. Look how this is going to affect your insurability as a nurse as well. Talk to the people at your liability organization. If you've been sanctioned by the Board of Nursing, let's say that you were diverting medications. I hope you're not, but this does happen. So if you were diverting medications and maybe you've been sanctioned as a nurse with an addiction issue, for instance, comply 100% with the demands of the program. Some of those programs can be super rigorous. So make sure you cooperate and make sure your cooperation and completion of the program is fully documented. Next, you're probably expecting me to say this, but you might need a career coach or a counselor. I'm one of those people out there. There's many of us. So you may need someone to help you put this back together, learn how to rewrite your resume, learn how to deal with this particular issue in interviews. This is where the rubber hits the road. If you've been fired and an interviewer asks you why you left your last job, you need to learn how to spin this in as positive a direction as you can. You need to practice the potential interview questions that are going to make you squirm, the ones that are going to make you sweat. Yes, you can practice them with a loved one, with a colleague, with a spouse, with a friend, but if you need to do it with a career coach who can really help guide you and coach you through it, talk to me talk to other career coaches. Doesn't matter who you work with, really, whoever you feel comfortable with, but you need to practice. So when you're sitting in that seat, sweating a little bit, you can keep your composure and respond to those questions in the way that's best. 
Also, I know that being fired can be a pretty emotional situation. It can be emotionally damaging. It can really hurt your self-esteem, your ability to feel like you can go out there again and hit the pavement and get back in the saddle as a nurse. So if it's really hurt you, think about going to a counselor, a psychologist, or a psychotherapist, not necessarily for antidepressants or medications, though that is sometimes necessary when we're really feeling like we're behind the eight ball emotionally and spiritually. But talking this through with a professional could really help you. As a coach, I can help you with some aspects of the emotional piece of losing your job, but a psychotherapist or counselor is really called for. If you're feeling like this has really caused you great, deep emotional or spiritual distress and you need to climb your way out of that place. So please seek the help you need. Seek it from your faith leaders, from whoever you trust who can guide you through this path. I know it's painful, but you need to do it. Now, in terms of moving forward, volunteering is a great way to keep building your resume and keeping your hand in the game. So find some volunteer positions. It can be a hospital. It can be a clinic. It can be with a nonprofit that's not completely healthcare related. Keep yourself moving. Keep yourself not just busy, but engaged. It's not about just keeping your mind off what happened, though that can be helpful from time to time. It's really about staying engaged, not hold up in your dark little house, afraid to go out into the light of day. Get out there into the light of day. Also, volunteering can lead to potential employment opportunities and super networking opportunities. So get out there, folks, and volunteer. Next, in terms of networking, you need to alert your network. You need to activate your allies. Let them know what's going on. You don't necessarily have to share that you were fired unless they're people you're close to and it's an appropriate time or and it's an appropriate person to tell that you lost your job. Lean on your network. Get back in the game. Find people you can meet with. And if those interviews are going to be hard for you, find backdoor and side door opportunities for new positions and new jobs. Sometimes through a connection, you might not necessarily have to go through all of the formal interview processes that you might go if you were just responding to an ad. If you want more ideas about that, let me know. But there's lots of ways to network and find potential positions that maybe aren't even being advertised yet. You need to meet with people who are going to build your self-esteem and boost your confidence. Don't meet with the people who are just going to sit there frowning, saying, oh, I am so sorry, I'm so sorry this happened to you. It's great to get some compassion like that, but you need people in your corner who are going to bolster you, build your confidence, and help push you a little bit to get back out there and get into the game. So I want you to think about how you can renew your sense of dedication, your sense of joy, and your motivation to still be a nurse if you've lost a job. It's not an easy thing. It's not easy being laid off or fired, but you need to get back in the game, especially if you have a family to support, if you have bills to pay, and you have your future ahead of you, and you need to keep moving, folks. Of course, it's fine to sit and lick your wounds for a little while, and, you know, watch some movies, do some nice things for yourself, take a long weekend or a vacation. But once that period is over, and it shouldn't be too long, you need to just get back in there.
Another way to recover and get ready for that next piece, that next iteration of your career, is to learn a new skill, accumulate some knowledge, engage your nursing brain, learn something that's going to build your confidence, boost your self-esteem, and give you a new skill at the same time. Take an IV refresher course, take a central line management course, something that's going to keep you active, keep your brain engaged, and make you feel like you're a viable, useful, professional, trained, educated nurse who has something to give. Now, when you're looking at new employment opportunities, let's talk about this for a second. Do your due diligence about that potential employer. Go on LinkedIn, use your network, Find people who work for that potential new employer or who work there now or in the past or, or they're connected somehow. So get some dirt on this employer, especially if you feel like you were laid off or fired for bad reasons and that it wasn't really a valid firing. Do your due diligence. Is the track record of hirings and firings pretty bad at this potential employer? Are there a lot of grievances against this facility or organization? Are there lawsuits? Look at the reputation of that employer. If it's not very good, you might not necessarily want to go there and set yourself up again. If you think employees of a particular organization are being set up for failure, if they have bullies on their units or in their facilities, do they have a poor work culture? Have you heard a lot of complaints? You definitely don't want to get back in the game working for an employer that has a bad reputation in terms of human resources or in terms of the way that they treat their employees or in terms of the culture, especially if you hear there's a culture where people are fired, where there's bullying, where there's harassment, where there's intimidation. Choose your next employer super carefully, folks. Now, speaking of failure, if you end up in a situation where you feel like your manager, your employer, or maybe that bully down the hall, down at the nurse's station, if you feel like they are setting you up for failure, if they are really trying to trap you in a situation where you're going to make a mistake, if they're trying to sabotage you, you need to get out of that workplace as fast as you can. So, like Heather asked in her question when she emailed me, what do you do when a job is going sour? How do I protect my license? So, Heather and everyone else who's listening, you protect your license by only staying at a workplace where you feel supported, where you feel like you get the encouragement that you need, where there's a positive workplace culture, where you're able to work to the extent that you feel your license is being protected, where you're not being asked to go beyond your scope of practice, and where there's cooperation among the different disciplines. If you have physicians or surgeons who are bullies, if you have physicians or surgeons who won't hear feedback from the nurses or won't agree to discuss an order that the nurses disagree with, you don't necessarily want to work there and you want to get out. If there's a bully on your unit, and bullies we know can aggressively or passive-aggressively set us up for failure and sabotage us. If you can't get that bully extracted from your workplace, you've got to extract yourself. It's sad to have to leave a workplace because there's one person who's making it miserable for everyone. But that bully can not just make it miserable, 
that bully can cause you to get into trouble and maybe lose your license or get fired. So don't set yourself up for that sort of situation. Folks, this is all about protecting your license. It's about protecting your self-esteem. And it's about finding ways to make sure that you're working for an employer that really supports you. I want to thank Heather for this question. It's super important. Heather or anyone else out there, if you have further questions about what to do when you're fired or how to protect yourself from being fired, email me at keith at nursekeith.com. I can do a part two to this episode at some point in the near future and address any further questions you may have. Or if you'd like to share your questions with the entire community, post them over at facebook.com forward slash nursekeithcoaching, and I'll respond to them there for everyone to see and then discuss the question and my response here on the show. So there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening to episode 61 of the Nurse Keith Show. Heather, thanks again for reaching out. I so appreciate it. Send me any questions you have and more ideas for episodes. I would love to know what you all want me to talk about. I hope you feel a little uplifted and empowered from this episode. I want you to take inspired action. I want you to move forward and develop a career that's satisfying, that really feels good to you. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the amazing Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Visit his website at thepodcastingguy.com and go over to his Facebook page. Tim is awesome, and I really think the quality of the show has really gone up. And if you think so, let him know. Social media and promotion are handled by the amazing and wonderful Mark Capispeason. Mark, thank you so much for your help. Mark is burning up Instagram and Facebook and Twitter for me. I really appreciate him being there for me. So please head over to iTunes, post a review, a testimonial, give me one to five stars. It really helps other people find the Nurse Keith Show. Please go over to iTunes if you can. I'd appreciate it. Find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. I am over there. And you can leave me a voicemail right on my website. Just click on the red banner on the left side of the page. Leave me a voicemail and I can play your voice right here on the air. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career. Let me know what you want me to talk about next and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, more fun, more inspired than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till next time.